what are your opinions on Batman? Um, Batman is a cool dude. Um, reason being, he um, he's a person, you know. He he fucks up. He does some stupid shit. Um, but like he, I guess he's not like necessarily the best person, but he is a hero. If that makes yeah. any sense, right? Like. He has a lot of self-destructive qualities, especially with, you know, since his parents died in the beginning. And yeah, he, you know, he doesn't have he has a lot of trust issues. There's only one person he really trusts and he doesn't even trust Alfred. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And yet he doesn't even trust his own son, which is it's, it's, you got to be messed up to the point where, you know, you don't trust your own son. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, exactly. Um, Today, me and my friends. After we got off the bus, we just sat down and we just started talking about characters and who'd win in a fight. And we talked about, like, Goku and Dragon Ball and Naruto and stuff like that. But honestly, and I want your honest opinion. I know you don't have a lot of contact with, like, anime or anything, but yeah, if Dragon Ball Z or all these mm-hmm. people or, like, let's take Goku, for instance. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you equalize their strength to the point where it's not like, because obviously Goku with one ab- one attack, he can pretty much kill Batman. Yeah, exactly. Like he can blink and no, he can look at Batman and Batman will quite literally explode because Goku can actually do that. Mm-hmm. So who would win? Like if Batman had the same same type of strength that Goku had. You mean, like, the same Saiyan abilities? I wouldn't say Saiyan abilities. I Like, okay. He's Krillin's level, pretty much. What? Because you know how Krillin, like, Krillin and Super can go toe-to-toe with Goku, kind of? Okay. It's like that. But let's say Batman is Krillin's power. But he doesn't use key. He doesn't want to use key. He just still uses martial arts. Like, who's a better martial artist, in your opinion? Um, I think Batman is more knowledgeable of his craft than Goku is. True, but Goku knows how to fly. I think Goku is just uh, like more naturally gifted than Batman is. If they if they had the same natural ability, I'm pretty sure Batman would win. See, the thing is though, I kind of doubt that Batman would win, and it's because pretty much like okay, so Goku. He uses a style that Batman doesn't really know of. And if he does, you know, the common style. And if mm-hmm. he does, then Batman wouldn't really be able to follow it because Goku has his own variation where he's using it to... Um, he's using that mixed in with his key to create a unique fighting style that's, you know, unique to him. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I kind of feel like Goku would win on that one. But at the same time, he wouldn't really know exactly what to do with Batman's martial art prowess and also all of his cool abilities. Like, honestly, what is Goku going to do against shark repellent that Batman has in his belt at all times? Yeah, exactly. Like, nothing. You know, now sharks won't go near Goku. Next thing you know, the sharks are going to wonder why. And he's like, oh, yeah, he put on cer- cer- something like a certain thing. Next thing you know, Goku outed as a racist. Okay, next thing you know, boom. He may not be physically destroyed, but socially, it's done for Goku. 
I just feel so, like Batman, like, is too smart for Goku. Like, I feel like Goku, he's not a hero. He's more of a person who has powers, who's strong, but isn't a hero in a way. Like, he, he does fight for the greater good, but, like, he doesn't do it with effort, if that makes any sense. Well, I see Goku as a hero, because he's a hero in the sense that, like, Goku's a lot like Superman and Captain America. Okay. He's a hero, but they're kind of like their base forms, like their prime prime forms. They're all really like one dimensional, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So it's like, yeah, it's like Goku, he just does things for the greater good. And, you know, you never really explore a secondary side to him. He's just like, oh, hey, you guys need help? Goku doesn't have any trauma or anything that. I mean, I oh, yeah, you're right. He doesn't. He doesn't have anything to motivate him. Right. And that's why I feel like Goku, he falls into this whole pit that I like to think of in most animes. Not even most. It's like Dragon Ball Z. Well, not Z. Dragon Ball Super is very similar to My Hero Academia in terms of quality. Okay. okay. I don't like My Hero. I don't either, honestly. Because it's not just the fan base, even though, you know, there's kids at our school, and I don't want to say any names, and I, I suggest you don't because, you know, we don't want people thinking, oh, hey, he's targeting me, or she's targeting me. Yeah, I you get know? targeted. Right. So, you know, you see characters like Batman, Superman, whatever. And in Dragon Ball Z, oh, Super, because in Z he gets trauma throughout the series. And actually, no, suit like Dragon Ball itself is just a coming of age story for Goku where, you know, he accidentally kills his, um, his parent, not his actual parent, but his legal guardian, Grandpa Gohan. Yeah. Yeah. He grew into a Nuzaru and crushed him and he didn't mean to do that. And he remembers. And, you know, the trauma is that he's watched a lot of his friends die. Like Krillin, he died in the world tournament with Piccolo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a lot of people, they haven't really seen Dragon Ball, or they just, like, read a Wikipedia article. So, they know this stuff, but they don't know it, you know? For me, I have a lot of people who, like, talk about it. So, like, Mm -hmm. I kind of know all the stuff that goes on, but I've never actually, like, been invested in it or anything. Right. But, like, I've I've always been invested. Ever since my friend, um, I'll just call him T.O. for right now mm-hmm. um tio when we met in first grade and what okay. we used to do we used to act like dragon ball characters and naruto characters we used to fight oh, okay. and do karate and we like fake karate but like we used to play fight I, and there I, was I, this lady right like there was this lady her name was um miss hart she'd always walk up to us and be like oh hey stop before you actually get mad when you hit somebody and whenever she'd walk away we used to flick her off you know, we were we were bad little kids, but still, it was it was some fun times. That but... reminds me of like my Dragon Ball journey because, like, okay, so this is gonna be the funniest story you hear about me. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on, you're cutting oh, out. Crap. I um cursed. All right, you're good. You're good now. All right, but um, in second grade. That's when Dragon Ball Z started coming on. I think it was Nick or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I wanted to watch it. I really, I really liked it. And then the dude who had a crush on Andrew, um, he told me it was lame. So I, 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 I never watched it again. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. It's like, like, um, yeah, we used to act like the characters. I didn't really watch it, but oh, like, I get you. Yeah, I never seen. I've never seen it until like actually, I've never watched an episode of Dragon Ball Z until really? like. Yeah, I, no, I mean, until, like, 2018, I want to say. Oh, that's what I was going to say. 2018, 2017. I've never watched a se- I've never watched an episode. Or that's at crazy. least I've never watched a full episode. See, mm. I got into Dragon Ball when I was in second grade, and, like, we used to act like the characters. I bought one of the games, Raging Blast 2, which is honestly one of the best Dragon Ball games of all time. Mm-hmm. So after I got that, I went to middle school. And I met this girl. We'll call her Oak for now. If she okay. listens to this, she'll know who she is. Um, she had the manga. So, okay. yeah, I read all the mangas up until the Boo Saga, where it started off, or where the Cell Saga ended, right? And they didn't have any more chapters after that that were, like, officially translated. Okay. Like, because cause she had the books where it had, like, three, um, three chapters in one. Uh-huh. So, you know, I never read up to that part and I couldn't read past it. You know, eventually, like, I got out of that grade. You know, I was like, oh, man, hey, are you going to go buy some more? It's like, you want to go hang out at Barnes & Noble's and I'll buy some. It's like, we can read it. And she's like, yeah, but, you know, it comes out, like, later this summer and, like, you got to go to high school. So it's like, yeah, you're right. Um, So that summer, I just started watching the show and I finished it. It was honestly pretty good. Then I started watching Super right after that. Uh-huh. I gotta say, Super. M- the more I think about it, the more it makes me angry. Super and has also, like such trash ratings. I feel so bad. Have you seen it? I haven't, but like literally everybody who's told me about it says they hate it. So. No, see, there's a lot of black kids who really like Dragon Ball and uh-huh. Naruto. So when you tell them that it's not good, it's like telling a K-pop fan that Jungkook isn't the best guy. All right. They're going to get mad. Yeah. So, personally, I don't like My Hero Academia because you look at the main character and you see that it's also his coming-of-age story, right? Yeah. But the thing that separates that between the original Dragon Ball is that in the original Dragon Ball, nobody, everybody else was also coming-of-age. Everybody else was growing with the character. And I'm not saying that doesn't happen in My Hero, but I'm else has their backstories fully fleshed out and they are all extremely interesting uh-huh. except for the main character Deku like look at Todoroki all right? and I'm paraphrasing because I don't exactly remember it's been a while since I last saw that episode and I quit off of the show at the part where Tenya Lita's brother got killed by some guy in season 2 whatever so, I haven't watched season 2 at all so <laughs> no, you're good. I'm sorry. But um, there's this guy. His name is... I forgot his name. Basically, his quirk is, like, half hot, half cold. So what he does, like, he'll make an iceberg with his left side, but he'll make a fire with okay. his right side. And the this was, like, it was the coolest fight ever. Like, I like how Deku would encourage him to use that right side of his body because... 
normally the boy he doesn't like to use the rights his fireside because that reminds him of his father, and you know he has daddy, daddy problems. Issues. Okay, I see. Right. So when you look at the episode, you'll be like, "Oh man, he has such a I I really want to know his backstory now. Why does he hate his dad?" I don't remember the reason, but I do remember that his mother like held him down and like poured some water on his eye. You know? Yeah. And like it was like I think she went crazy because of the dad. I don't know. It was whatever. But then you look at him, you look at the one chick with the gravity powers. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, she's really cool and interesting. I like how her backstory is just her saying, Oh hey, um, I'm trying to do this stuff because I want to make enough money for my mom and dad because we're going yeah. through hard times. You look at the frog girl, and she doesn't have an interesting backstory, but her whole family's frog. That's really yeah. interesting. And then you look at, um, like, Tenya Ligma. He's his... I said Ligma. <laughs> um, his whole thing is just... Like, his family, like, pushed him into it. And everybody is so interesting and dynamic. Except for Deku. Except yeah. for Deku. Exactly. Like, every everybody is so well-built, so well-made. And that's one of the biggest things about a yeah. show is that you can't have other characters who are very, who are much more interesting than your main character. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Dragon Ball Super, it falls off in the sense that, you know, you look at all the characters around and realize, huh, Goku's really just a 2D slate at this point. Like, He's nothing. Exactly. All he, like, if you watch Z and then you watch Super, you're gonna be like, okay, hey, why is he doing? Why is he kind of smart? Not entirely stupid, but he's really smart in Z. But then in Stoop in Super, they just dumbed him down. I think like, that's good. He doesn't only know anything. Trait is that he's stupid. <laughs> but here's the thing: he's not in Z. He's much like okay. He might be. A little bit slower than the average person, uh-huh. but if you watch Z and you watch Super, you'll notice that there's a real difference. Like, if you ever read any like official description about Goku, yeah, you'll normally see that. Okay, he's a combat genius, but he's also and stupid. that's cool, right? Like, he's not the brightest, but he's a combat genius, yeah. and he's like, he's overall optimistic, mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of people take the optimistic optimism for stupidity. Mm-hmm. But it's not, you know. He's he's pretty smart. Yeah, definitely. Actually, and in Super, you can see in some of the later fights in the series, he's actually is a combat genius. But overall, in the filler episodes, he's just so bland and uninteresting. His only personality trait is that he's stupid, and that's what sets him out from the rest of the characters. Mm-hmm. And the whole supporting cast, everything is just so cool. Yeah, but they only focus on Goku, like. Mm-hmm. The Universal Arc, the God of Destruction, everything else. They just explain it within, like, five, six minutes about, okay, hey, um, these guys can destroy anything. That's their power. Um, They're chosen because X, Y, and Z. They don't tell you anything. It's like, oh, yeah, there is this guy called Zeno. He can do anything he wants at any time. Mm -hmm. And then there's, like, Super Dragon Balls, which they still brush past. The Grand Priest, everything. And it's so interesting, but we only focus on the same group of characters. Yeah. And that's where Dragon Ball Super like falls. Like somehow in Z, all the other okay. The Cell Saga. Yeah. 
actually no, the whole show, everybody has been super supportive in the main cast. But now in the super, like in, in Z, like the later arcs, everybody's been supportive. But in super, it's only Goku and Vegeta. You know, like what happened to Piccolo? Like Piccolo used to be the Piccolo son of the Demon King. Fucking great, bro. They, they, he's the most shit on character. Like people, like they sleep on him so hard, and he's so amazing. He was my favorite character watching Z. And on like, God, Piccolo is actually one of the most interesting characters. Exactly, because it's like, it's at the like, end of Dragon Ball, like he's the son of the Demon King Piccolo. Yeah, and then he's like, you know what? That's not me. I'm gonna be my own guy. Yeah, exactly. So he goes off, and he he has an inner struggle, and then later on into Z, you realize, okay, you yeah. know he's not too more. He's not too interesting anymore. But he used to be this cool guy. Yeah, yeah. And you know nobody cares about him anymore. Like, this is the other problem I have with Dragon Ball, which is like the Saiyans. I look. I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah. And I don't personally think this, but I feel like one, or not even one, a middle-aged woman just walking around. She sees her son watching Dragon Ball. She's like, oh, honey, what are you watching? It's like, oh, I'm just watching Dragon Ball Z. It's like, okay, honey, I'll watch it with you since you want me to get into that anime. So she watches it. And she sees that the Saiyans are the most powerful race. And she's like, oh, this is about white supremacy, isn't it? Oh. Then she writes an article, everything goes down. And then what's his name is gonna have to explain to him explain to everybody. Like, oh no, this is a white supremacy. So that's why I think that that's like pretty much the main common pit hole that everybody's falling into in that show. Only the like Saiyans are the strongest characters. Yeah. And personally I would love it if like, you know, the humans they got a special thing like they have key control. Exactly. You know, like, or the Namekians, they don't normally have their like that weird power, but mm-hmm. they're pretty strong by themselves too. But it's just really annoying how they keep going back to, oh yeah, Goku's the strongest, and like it seems like every arc that Goku has, it's about like someone. It's it's the stupidest stuff, like. Someone's hurting his friend, so now he has to be the strongest again and then kill the dude who's hurting his friend. Oh, wait, now there's another dude trying to hurt his other friend. So then now right. he has to go. And it's like, it gets boring after a while because you can't keep going right. with that. And I feel like there's so many other characters that they really need to expand upon. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I would really love it if they had just, not even a series, just five episodes about Vegeta's past. Exactly. Because, look, I remember there's a scene in Z where Vegeta just sitting there with his father mm-hmm. and then his father releases off a bunch of key from his body and it blows up like three planets. And you think, huh, that guy's really strong. Uh-huh. I wonder, I, I would really love to know how he can get, how he's able to do that and how come, like, why Vegeta doesn't really do a lot of stuff like that anymore. Or, for instance, that's another inconsistency. The power overall. You remember Vegeta's final blast in Majin Buu? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. how come that, his, all of his key exploding, how come that didn't do anything to planet Earth? But Frieza can just tap the ground and it blows up. 
Dragon Ball is a weird ass show, bro. It is. But here, let, let's move on because I don't want the whole thing to be about Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Who would win? Batman or Iron Man? Ah, uh, see, um, that's pretty difficult. Yeah, because, like, Iron Man has, well... Iron Man okay, is Batman's, like, Marvel counterpart in a way, but, like, Iron Man doesn't... At the same like, time, he's not. He's not, yeah, but, like, he is. I, I feel like Batman is the superhero side, and Iron Man is the civilian side. Oh, yeah, that's like, that's with all of Marvel and DC, like... Right. Because, like, if you look at Batman, he's just way... He's not even interesting at all. He's not interesting but, when he's a human at all. Right. But, like, you see him at night, and you see him, I'm Batman, and I'm gonna beat everybody up. That's mm-hmm. sick. But and then you go to see, like, um, Iron Man, and you, you're less... Like, the movies. You're not as excited as watching the, um... Watching the scenes where it's just... What's his name? Like, fighting people like you're not excited about watching the scenes of iron man you're, you you want to see tony stark yeah because tony Cause stark is a bad boy he's fucking cool right he's super cool yeah so i feel like that's where their counterparts you know so my question is though like overall in a fight just who would win because i feel like i feel like batman would still win because he has a lot of technology and a lot of his technology can counteract but at the same time, Iron Man has likely taken preventions and precautions to prevent, say, an EMP. Because, mm. again, Iron Man is super smart. And so is Batman, but Iron Man's just a bit smarter. But you also have to consider how Batman, um, like, okay, so Batman has literally, I'm pretty sure he has the powers of a god at one point. I'm pretty sure he does. What do you mean? Um, Remember that time in the... In the comics, when he found out that he was that there was three different Jokers and he was sitting in a chair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that imbued him with the powers of a god. I'm pretty sure it did. I'm not too sure. Someone can correct me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. I mean, I feel like Batman. Like, if you think about all the technology that um, Stark and um, Batman possess, like they 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 have similar technology even like they think sim- in similar ways like Batman has Oracle and then um Iron Man has that lady inside of a suit I forget her name but like um they- Jarvis is the guy Jarvis but, the, but from the movies it's like Friday but the thing is though Batman thinks more Batman thinks differently like Batman he doesn't really mess with technology as much as he messes with an overall sense of just just things that'll be useful to him, you know? Yeah, gadgets, like, like, like just right. things. Batarangs, because it's, like, dynamic. Aerodynamic. Yeah. Or, um, the freeze bomb. Well, yeah, he does mess with technology, but he messes with a lot of science. Uh-huh. Like, again, the, um, freeze bombs from Arkham City say, um, bat, like, the shark repellent from, what you call it? From the, um, original Batman series? Yeah, or the Batman movie where he literally pulled out shark repellent, repelled mm-hmm. the sharks. You know that that's pretty useful in certain situations, and he has a frequency where he can call bats. But meanwhile, Iron Man only has like powerful like laser beams. He has all that weird like not even weird. He has laser technology, warfare technology, because you know he used to be an arms dealer. Yeah. So I feel like 
it, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel Iron like Man may win that one. Different ways. Right. Because Batman prepares for every single possibility, and he's suspicious of everything. Iron Man prepares for... He's not even really preparing to be attacked. He's preparing for... He's protect. He's protecting himself. He's protecting everyone. Mm-hmm. He's not really looking for anyone to attack him. Batman is thinking, "Oh yeah, if I'm in a fight, I'm looking for every available advantage that I've ever ha- that I could ever have." You know. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give this one to Batman. But I'd say it'd be close. Well, actually, no. Nah, wait. Iron Man, bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, actually, yeah, Iron Man could just fly. No. All Iron Man has to do is just like call down either an orbital laser or fly up to space and shoot exactly. a single laser down and boom, Batman's dead. Or he can just grab grab Batman, fly up, toss or just toss him really high. Yeah. But then again, Batman probably does have EMPs. Call a bunch of bats. Oh, but- you're forgetting because remember, um, Batman can also remotely call any one of his vehicles. Oh yeah, and he can he can call the what's the what's the one that flies? I forget. Batwing. Batwing, there we go. Like, he can call the Batwing, start shooting at Iron Man, boom. Iron Man's whole suit ripped in shreds. But see, this is what I don't like about the, like, the whole Batman versus Superman argument. Because when you think about it, Batman, like, like, Superman wasn't even very suspicious of Batman. Superman was just saying, bro, stay away from me. I don't want, I don't want smoke. Like, I don't want to, I don't want nothing to do with you. And then, Batman is like, no, I'm going to kill you before anything happens. And then Batman proceeds to, like, try to kill the dude with a dude. Beat him to death. What? He just beats him to death. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, like, no. if Superman actually wanted to kill him at first, because Superman didn't want to kill him, he was just like, dude, stop. Like, I'm not playing. Like, you're doing too much. Dude, stop. And then he smacks him in the back of the head. But if Superman wanted to kill him, he could have killed him in that moment. If he was fueled, he would have done it. That's what I don't like about the whole Batman versus Superman. Or Batman versus really anyone with powers argument. No, because here's the thing, though. Remember, Batman overall has ways to stop it. Like, you look at Injustice 2, right? And you see Batman versus Superman once again. And again, I feel like in a fight between Batman and Superman... Batman is well prepared enough to win from someone from his own universe. He's prepared, but you can't say that the fights are gonna be like fair, I guess, you know? It it won't be, but at the same time, it kind of will because like think about it. Batman's biggest weakness is people with superpowers. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So if you're playing to his weakness, why can't he play to someone else's? You know? That's fair, but like if you disable someone enough to the point where like they're about to be dead, like for example, using kryptonite, that's fucked up. Like if Superman wanted to, he could have fucking laser beamed his ass like super quick. Or he right, but at the same friend. time, like super, you have to consider the character as well. Like we're looking at all the possibilities. Like sure, if we want to look at the possibilities, Possibly. Superman can just. Blow his breath. He could literally do yeah. anything. And then Batman would but die. The character himself, he would he would hold back. Yeah, because Superman is a good guy. He's just an overall good guy. He doesn't want to do that. He Batman, doesn't he doesn't him. Yeah, Batman doesn't really wear the kryptonite to the point where he's gonna um like instantly kill him. He just wears it so he has a fighting chance, chance. Which I feel like it's fair. But at the same time in some of the media where Batman fights Superman. Um, yeah, they he make also it calls an assist. Batman is like about to kill him and shit. 
Right. Like he 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 calls an assist too. Like mm-hmm. I remember in the animated movie, he was fighting old Superman, I'd say, and they started fighting, and then Batman's like, "Oh, look behind you! I've summoned Green Arrow," and then he's <laughs> like, "Huh?" And then Green Arrow shoots like the Kryptonite arrow. He falls <laughs> down. And he starts just wailing on him, and you know, again, I I understand how it's unfair. Yeah, but then but... again, Superman is quite literally two steps away from being Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know. All right, let's let's move on to a separate topic. I. So okay, because we came to the conclusion that Iron Man will win the fight between Batman and Iron Man. Yeah. Okay. How um, do you feel about our school? Our school? Oh, um, yeah. it's for a certain type of person. I'm not gonna. Sh- I'm not gonna shit on it. Like it's a horrible school because. It really isn't, honestly. Um, I don't know. Because I feel like I feel like it's not for everyone, you know. I feel like mm-hmm. they try to force an expectation on us, and I feel I low-key feel like like the depression rates in our school are like definitely a lot higher than a lot of other high schools. Right. I have a reason for that. See, Why? any kid in magnet mm-hmm. is depressed. Yeah, definitely. Just any kid who's ever been into the Magnet program, I don't know why. I think it's because Magnet has higher expectations. And actually, no, I do know why. Magnet has higher expectations, okay? And when you're in Magnet, you're told, okay, oh, look, you're in third grade, reading at an eighth grade level. You're in eighth grade. Yeah. Right. Like, when you're in eighth grade and you're reading at an eighth grade level, or maybe you're reading at a 12th grade level, and then, like, that's where you cap. That's where you stop. Exactly. You know, and it's like one day you'll peak, you know, but you won't know it. Like, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm getting a great sleep. I got, no, it's not seven. I got eight hours of sleep every night. Uh-huh. Okay. I eat breakfast. I wake up. I do my homework. Everything is fine. Parents love each other. They love me. Everything's cool. And then, like, one day you'll realize, academically you've peaked and you'll go downhill slowly but surely and then you'll realize oh huh this isn't this isn't so cool and i also feel like we live in inner city shit happens you know people's fucking family members are getting shot left and right like shit's happening you know so i feel like we should they should look out for the mental health of the student before they look out for the academic success of the student, because there, there, there's obviously going to be a correlation there, you know. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, they have to keep up the academic thing, because you know it's one of the most it's it's a ninety eight graduation percent rate, and that's why you don't see other Tyler going to this school. And other Tyler was this kid in ninth grade. He was this light skinned guy, uh-huh. and he got kicked out. I don't know why, but I remember him talking to somebody about it. It was weird. Um, yeah, but I, I feel you like this school, they really should focus on mental health and they say they do, but I don't think they understand just like a lot of adults. Yeah. You know? like, who wants to go to like a support group filled with students who are half of this, what a lot of this are students. I feel like w- what gets adults tripped up about mental health is that students, some of them are really doing it for attention. Right. I don't know if you know like, about this, but um, like there was like a Jay. Who's Jay? Um, it's the one that we don't talk about. The girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jay, yeah, you, you get it, you get it. 
Yeah, low key, that was. Uh, I, I don't even. That was like, for attention. Yeah, that was that was definitely for attention. It was it was for attention and it was for mil- manipulation. Right, and I I feel like the school. Like I don't know how, but I feel like the AP students have it easier than the normal students. Oh, yeah, and I know they have a lot more work, but at the same time, you guys have more of a community. Like, okay, I never wanted to do AP. Like, everybody's... One of the most biggest things I hear in my life is like, oh, he's so smart. Oh, you're so bright. Bro, you can do anything you set your mind to. Uh-huh. I believe in you. And I'm like, well, thanks, but I don't really... I don't see it. It's like, I understand how an artist feels. I, I am an artist. So, like, when I make music and people are like, bro, this is fire, bro. And, you know, some people say that. Like, I've gotten ratings on my albums. My second one, or, you know, well, because I have three out right now. Um, basically, the second one, it basically essentially says um, Mystery Game Part 1. So, I'd say that's my second album, because Part 2 out of three is I'd say that's my third album but my second one uh-huh. that one everybody's like oh yeah nine out of ten ten out of ten your best work uh-huh. and I'm like it's not that good it's not too good yeah right and I understand now like I understand like artists whenever I tell my friends you are literally Picasso and uh-huh. then they're like yeah but there's so many other people that are better it's like you are literally the best Everybody that I know who draws is the best artist because they are all differently styled and they're all amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, oh, nah, it's pretty whack. I understand how they feel now. Yeah. Because everybody you. says I'm smart, but I don't feel it. You know, I don't want to sign up for AP because I feel like that would be a lot of that would be a lot of stress. And no, actually, honestly, AP is a lot less stress because you could literally fail and it'd still be a D. So as long as you keep a D, you still have a C. So it's like you know, it's right. just not that hard. But, like, at the same time, like, again, I just didn't want to. Yeah, I get and you. So, I haven't done it yet either, but I'm, like, lit- Mr. Washington is literally forcing me to take at least three APs next year, so wish me luck. Dude, like, my um history teacher, oh. he says, look, like, we had parent conferences tonight. I had a D in his class. He says, he's a smart kid, but he doesn't do the work. Yeah. And... Like, I'm like, all right, yeah, that's true. I don't. I have a lot of missing assignments. And he says, I feel like the reason why is because he's in a bad environment. And I am. Because, okay. The topic I want to get to after this uh-huh. is going to make me sound a lot of hypocritical. Okay. But, um, like, I'm trying to word this correctly. There's a big difference in the intellectual level of the different types of kids. Like, you have the honors, the AP, and the regular. Uh-huh. My teacher says, I should be with the hospital kids. I should be in the AP classes. I should take the honors, because he says, like, oh, yeah, you're pretty smart. You should take honors. But I'm with the regular classes. Honors doesn't and you know the anywhere. regular classes. Hmm? Honors doesn't do anything for you. There's no benefit. Right. It's not. It's not anything. Yeah. But, um... Except for, like, last year I took honors, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to head out. All I don't you get like is it. an H on your report card and, like, a tiny bit higher um, GPA. GPA, right. But, like, um, like all the, all the regular kids, not all of them, but a lot of them, they're, like, 
ghetto. I'd yeah, say. yeah, definitely. And, you know, I don't, I wouldn't say, I don't judge them. I don't like to judge people. They're just the type of people I don't want to hang out with. You know? Yeah, of like, course. For instance, I, I try, I'm trying not to say names, you know, because I don't want to be on a witch hunt. Because, uh-huh. again, if somebody, like, hears this, I don't want to be, like, oh, hey, he just dissed me on air. It's like, no, I didn't I didn't mean to. I'm just giving my personal experience. And, like, okay. throughout school, these kids, they'll call me school shooter, X, Y, and Z. It's like, bro, you wear all black every day. It's like, you wear the same thing. And we all so wear all black. The, what the fuck? We all wear all black. That's the dress code. You can't get on me for that. Exactly. Those and people then, who wear like, yellow are, like, slightly less sad than everyone else. Right. But, like, I, I hear a lot of stuff, and that's mainly from the regular kids. So uh-huh. I'll just, like, tune it out. I'll be like, all right, it's 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 all right. I'll try to focus, but in that history class, I had trouble focusing in. So it came to an agreement. Whenever I get my assignments and whenever it's not a test day, I can just go to the library and do my work. And yeah. honestly, I've been... I completed an assignment that I struggled with at home the night before. I completed it in less than 30 minutes, all while watching Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode two. So I feel Aqua like... Aqua Teen Hunger Force is like the best show ever. I've been watching that since I was like eight. Which Dude, I've seen great, scattered but... episodes. Don't worry about it. I've seen <laughs> scattered episodes with Robot Chicken. Though that, episode, that show is great. Robot Along Chicken used to scare me when I was a kid. On God. Me too. I used to get so many nightmares. I used to be like, oh shit. Not nightmares, but, like, honestly, I had this weird reoccurring dream, and, like, I could have, like, I could have swore when I was younger, like, mm-hmm. I walked up in my mom's house, like, I woke up, walked in the kitchen, could have swear I saw, like, a bunch of ghosts in there, I still believe that I did to this day, uh-huh. even yeah. though I still kind of don't believe in ghosts, but, um, I had this weird reoccurring dream where there was this girl, and... <laughs> Like, basically, she's like a little guardian ghost, and yeah. she just follow me around, and we'd be friends, and she has psychic powers. And I had this weird reoccurring dream, but, like, the thing is, the girl wasn't just any chick. It was, um, it's, it's kind of embarrassing, but it's uh-huh. this chick from the show, Marvel Superhero Squad. Oh, shit. Who is it? And it's from, it's like, she's not one of the superheroes. She's like a side character. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not even a side character. She shows up in one episode. Like, she's this uh, little girl, and okay. she has, like, the Infinity Stone. And so, whenever, like, she starts throwing tantrums and stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yo, like, I, I just re- went to, re- re- like, revisit the episode, like, a few weeks ago. Okay. I'm sitting here, like, come on, I remember this. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, God. This is where it's from. Yeah. Like, this show used to bop, though. But yeah, I, I was. Yeah, that was really weird for me. But, um, you know, I, I do have trouble focusing in that class, so I just try uh-huh. to go to the library. And, you know, like, a bunch of the shows that we used to watch as kids, uh-huh. they don't come on anymore, which sucks. Oh, yeah, that's uh, horrible. Like, this new era of cartoons, Steven Universe. Horrible. No, Steven Universe is cool. I like Steven no, Universe. No, no, I have so many things to say about no that. i understand the criticisms toward it but like at face value it's a great show not even at face value how come every character is taller than another character or oh, yeah, shorter like than the... another character on every episode and yeah, i know I why too but i'll explain that after this topic and then going back on what you said about like um kids being like 
I guess, sadder nowadays. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I also think that we lack a lot of motivation because we think a lot deeper about things. Because if you think about it, like, the only re- the only thing that really kept you going when you were a kid was, like, the approval of adults, you know? The right. approval of your teachers, the approval of your parents. So now that we realize that, like, not everybody, like, because way back when, I even remember, at one point, my teacher, Flores, and she was, uh, she was my kindergarten teacher, and, like, I used to think she was the perfect person, and now I look back to her, and I low-key, now I know she was a racist, like, she literally would tell all the other, um, all the black kids to sit in a corner while we did, um, while all the, um, other kids did, like, um rug time and stuff and they they used to read stories and stuff and she'd always like I, don't, I can't even explain to you how fucked up that class was but like literally when our parents would come in she would treat us all normally like the other kids but then whenever like our parents weren't there the black kids always got like the worst treatment and I didn't really understand that but until now and I used to think she was like the best person but now like I feel like when you realize that all adults aren't perfect that's when you start to lose your motivation because you're not trying to get their approval anymore because you're like these aren't all good people i i'll get this one person's approval because i do genuinely like them but when this other person who treats me like i'm like subhuman because i'm younger than them or thinks i don't deserve respect because i'm younger than them i'm not gonna do his word because i'm not feeling that I feel like I'm not feeling that I have to live up to anything that he's he thinks of me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, this is a little sub-segment, but, like, I feel you. Like, there's a difference between treating someone as subhuman and trying to get somebody to be tougher. Uh-huh. Like, in your sense, that was absolute racism, and that was kind of messed up. Yeah, but, exactly there's a difference between what you what that woman did to you and what I do with my little brother which I know if we talk about this I'm going to have to bring him up and my little brother okay he he's like seven years old seven eight and a common criticism I get from my parent my mother I I I have both my mother and father but basically my mother because we live in a separate house um She'll be she'll be like, oh Tyler, you're so mean to take, you're so mean to tea. Oh my God, you you need to treat it like. And my little brother, he'll be like, yo, you're you're a jerk, bro. You're you're you you suck. And yeah, I it's get like, you. okay, there's a reason I treat you like this, uh-huh. and it's because he makes poor decisions with the things that he has. And again, here's that thing with kids. I understand how it is to be a kid. Especially in our generation, like exactly. when you like you hear it from adults all the time, and sometimes you used to believe it, but now you notice that they really don't understand how they it don't. is to be our age, you know, in this new age of technology and stuff. Because it's so different, and they can't right. they can't grasp it. We are literally the first generation to grow up with all this technology in classes and stuff like that. Like we're getting experimented on with all of this technology. Exactly, and that's crazy to me. And so we're like, we have to go through all this stuff. And they're like, oh, hey, I know what you're going through right now. It's pretty tough. It's like, yeah, but puberty's different, mom. Like, uh-huh. cyberbullying may have been a thing on AOL, even though cyberbullying isn't real, which is also something I was going to get into. But uh-huh. either way, bullying is completely different now. Like, 
back in the back in their days, like they'd say, "Oh, I used to get bullied too." But when you say bullied, like maybe a kid used to push him down or like you know step Take on their, their shoes. Lunch money, you know? Right. We can't do that personal. anymore. Right. But now it's we personal. can't do that anymore. Now it's extremely personal. Exactly. Like, they'll be like, "Oh, um." Like school shootings and stuff like that, uh-huh. and then everybody's arguing, and they don't want to listen to us, people who actually have to fear for our lives. Exactly. Like, you know, it's just it's crazy because like, I'd be like, oh, I understand what you're going through. It's it's so tough for you and I, but yeah, at the same yeah. time, I went through way more. Okay, back in uh-huh. my day, it's like yeah, but this is my day. So exactly. do you have any advice? Like, okay, maybe your advice might help me. But then again, everybody's different. You know, if my father says, oh, you know what, man, back in the day, man, I used to be um, driving with all my homies. Like, this isn't actually something he said, but I'm just saying, uh-huh. like, okay, yeah, but driving laws may have been more lenient back then than they are now. I can't drive without proper registration and a adult in the car with me. Exactly. And I don't have any adults except for maybe my cousin. Uh, who's like who are readily available to ride with me different places so it's like when do you expect me to practice i don't i don't get it right and that too but um there's that and just overall you know i i treat my brother um i I wouldn't say subhuman but you know i do disrespect him sometimes and i i love him and you know i make sure i'm still kind enough to the point where he knows but I I really want him to realize that there's a lot of stuff that he's doing that's overall self-destructive. Yeah, For and instance, I feel like oh, you go ahead. you continue. No, go ahead. Don't sweat. Go ahead. Okay, I feel like I feel like when adults try to say that they understand what we're going through, that's like as if a white person tried to tell a Latino or black person, say, "Hey, I understand what you're going through. Like, you understand the the, the logistics. You understand." Like, the statistics behind it, but you don't understand what it actually feels like to be in the situation, it beginning the brunt, you know, of the of the beating. You just don't understand. Right. And there's no way you could. You can try to, but there's no way you actually could. So I just feel like, I feel like it's, it's, it's almost disrespect at that point to, like, be like, oh, yeah, I totally understand. Right. So it, it, it's just crazy at this point. And it's like, my brother... Like, oh, again, we have a lot of things that are um, going on in our lives that are just absolutely crazy, you know? Like, again, with the rise of our own technology and all that stuff, my little brother, for instance, I, I really hate the fact that he's spending money on a free game. And, you know, it's like, it's like the hoverboards. You remember those? Well, it's like... It's crazy. Like, hoverboards are just straight up. Okay, you're standing in a wheelchair. That's all it is. It's you standing in a wheelchair. That's completely stupid. Also, Blair, I think you cut out. Because I cannot hear you whatsoever. But, yeah. And he's spending money on a free game, and I don't like that at all. And it's just absolutely obnoxious for him to spend a whole lot of money on all this. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about 
because I'm, I'm just waiting for Blair to get back on because. Uh. King Drew, our school, has a lot of flaws. And as we were talking about in the 40 minutes of unprocessed audio that we have. Wow. We need to actually identify these problems because hopefully they'll look back or we can look back and, you know, just expose everybody to these problems. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, as we said, mental health, Mm -hmm. you know, there are a lot of students that grew up in Magnet don't have very well mental health because they're too busy. They're too busy focused on their, um, what you call it? Like, they're too busy focused on academics and, you know, pleasing their parents and all that. Exactly. But at the same time, they're still trying to keep some sort of rebellious spirit alive inside of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, more power to you if you are, but, you know, it's going to be hard. You know, this is the ultimate, like, I'd say school, high school, it's the ultimate bully, you know? Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, we actually need bullies. In order to survive, like bullies are the natural predator of mm-hmm. humanity's innocence at heart. And it's what puts you through so much. It's like you're coal or you're just a whole deposit of coal. And a bully is just a ton and it presses on you. Now, depending on who you are, you know, well, this isn't a very good anatomy. but Analogy? But, uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kind of sorry. But um, it's not a very good analogy because, you know, under a certain amount of pressure, all coal turns into diamonds. But, like, I'm, I'm going to use it anyway. One day, all this weight is going to just press down on you and press down. And you're going to either break under the pressure or you're going to turn into something better. You're going to take the criticism that your bullies bring up. And if it's something you can't do about it, then you got to own it. And if it's something you can change, you got to change it and show them that you are better, okay? Like Martin Luther King Jr., he wasn't the greatest of guys, but I'll tell you something. He still believed in a very good message, and he stuck to to his morals, which were, you know, nonviolence. Mm-hmm. And undoubtedly, there might have been moments in his life where he has been violent, but I'm pretty sure there has. I, I could be wrong, but I'm entirely sure there have been. Mm-hmm. However, still, his main idea was nonviolence. And at that point, he never really did violence. All, all he did was cheat on his wife, which is still bad. But still, you can't. I mean, no. it's, it's I feel like any man in power is going to end up abusing that power in a way that I guess soothes his sexual like desires and i know that sounds like really fucked up but it's so true like if you look at any man way you know way back when gandhi fucking slept with his niece because he tried to prove that he was ever so benevolent that he he, if he slept with his niece he wouldn't touch her or he wouldn't do anything with her. like that's fucked up to think about but it's the truth it's it happened it does happen and you know anybody I wouldn't say just any man, but just anybody in power. Because, like, there's a lot of men. It happens more frequently with men because they have, like, yeah. Because, like, women aren't usually given positions of power. Exactly. And, you know, 
Wow, that really sounded sexist in my head. Um, I was gonna say for good reason, but at this, it's not a good reason. Like, there's no good reason why women aren't given power. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I, I was gonna say that that was just gonna roll off my tongue, and I, I was gonna regret it. But it's not for a good reason. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of mo- a lot more women should be in charge. Mm-hmm. But the way that um they are currently. I'm sorry. I it's just crazy. The way that a lot of people are currently and like women and men, trans people, they're all so politically focused that I feel like them trying to do their right thing will ultimately lead to um it's it's not it might not be the right thing for the entirety of the country, you know. That's what I've it's been like, saying for so long because like I just had this debate like the other day ago, um, the other day, because we were talking about how solutions to the Great Depression, there should have been more. A lot of other people decided to say that there should be more charity and that there should be more people. The government should hand out more money to people. And what I was saying is that there, there's only so much charity money that you can give out be, before you realize that you can't maintain that. Like you need to build up the economy first so then those people know how to go out and, you know get their own money and it's like i know that seems really fucked up but it's helping the country and not just individuals because charity you can't you can't like really i guess define how much a certain person should get for charity there's so many variables there's so many like weird things that you have to really think about and make some really hard decisions when thinking about doing charity so i feel like you should always focus on the greater good before you focus on the good of the individual Right. It's like, okay, not to be political and stuff, uh-huh. but at the same time, I'm still going to be. It's like Donald Trump, you know, uh-huh. and how he's more focused on the individual, but at the same time, he slowly shifted to what he thinks is right for us as a whole, as a country. Yeah, definitely. And uh-huh. um, again, I don't exactly agree with him on a lot of things but then again i try to stay out of politics because i am a person who likes to argue a lot with people and i whenever i argue it's just like whenever i fight i don't do it out of hatred or anger i do it to see like fighting and arguing is the same thing to me but just different in in the sense that one of them doesn't take like one of them adds on a physical toll to your body you're trying to see whose willpower is strongest, who is ever so believes in their side so strong that they'd win. You know, maybe I might lose in debate because my side was proven wrong. Uh-huh. Like if you had more um, proof for your side, my side proven wrong. I'm like, okay, I lost. But at the same time, who had more willpower in that part or who was the most persuasive in this part? Like, Let's say you're pro-abortion, I'm anti-abortion, which I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't want to explain my stance on that. But, yeah, it like, and we debated, and we gave really persuasive and good arguments to, con- to like, give people something to consider. I feel like that's the same as a high stage of martial arts where everybody's watching. The whole mm-hmm. world is watching you and Bruce Lee kick each other, block and fight, and, you know. It might not be super interesting to everybody, but there's a lot of people who are going to be like, 
I can respect the art that is hidden within what you guys are doing. Yeah, I get you. But for Donald Trump, I don't like to, I don't like to study politics right now because uh-huh. I did in um, middle school. And I, I joked around and I said, hey, guys, Donald Trump's going to win this one. I promise you guys. And, and he like, did. He did. And like the night before, I made a bet with a bunch of people. It was like $10 says that Donald Trump's going to win. Or $10 or I'll give you a pack of Oreos, like a big pack. He's like, all right, that's fine. Bet. Mm-hmm. And I got so much money that day. Yeah. Like, honestly, I didn't expect I, – I, 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 nobody expected that. Well, Hillary had everything going against her, so... No, like, like, Hillary had the whole people's vote, which everybody accounted for, but I told uh her, like, the Electoral College is definitely not going to vote Hillary in office. Exactly. I promise you. Because the Electoral College, at the end of the day, they get the final say. And they're way more conservative than they are progressive, so... Right. It was going to happen. But, yeah, so I'm just sitting here like, yeah, he's not going to win. I'm sorry. Uh Uh-huh. Like, she's not going, I'm sorry. But, yeah, so I try to stay out of politics, you know, because, you know, I whenever I argue about it, you know, it, it just turns into one whole thing. I might either lose a friend or, you know, it's an embarrassing moment for one of us. And I know, hate that because, those. like, I don't think politics should be so polarized to the point where if you talk about it in public, like, it's it's not something you should talk about at the dinner table. It shouldn't right. be like that. I feel like with um with politics they should always be allowed you know but at the same time you should never hold ill intent to someone exactly. like right now if i went to a dinner table in my family's house and i said oh yeah i support donald trump i'm entirely sure they'd excommunicate me from the family uh-huh. they're not known to do that but i'm entirely sure they are like a lot of people say donald trump is racist which he might be. I, I can see that. Know. I mean, I I'm not. Know, really. Yeah, I'm not gonna dispute it because I'm not him. Right. Because again, I wouldn't know if he is or isn't. Because honestly, like a lot of the stuff that he says is sort of true, but it's the harsh truth. And there's a difference between being a hard, being like truth, and like telling the truth, and then there's being a jerk. All right. Now, when he yeah, said he Mexico like is bringing like, being like a super fucking pessimist dick, right? Like he said, like Mexico is bringing criminals and rapists and stuff like that, which I mean, he's not wrong. But at the same time, it's not on the it's not on the like rate that he says it's on. Like, right. It's not entirely so serious. It's actually yeah. just the different people, because, again, mental health has always been a big problem in America. And exactly. Sorry to use this term, but a lot of boomers, they just see like, oh, you know, depression, just get happy, sissy. You aren't clinically depressed. It's like, yeah, but still, I'm extremely sad and I recognize there's something wrong with me. And, you know, there's a lot of people that won't give me help that I ever so deserve. Like, um, you know, I really like mental health causes and I really like it when people, they help. You know, like people yeah. who've gone through things in their life, like me, you know, um, there's this discord server I joined when I first started out in discord and it was called patch. Okay. And it's a server where you have, you, well, you don't have to, but 
it's where you can just send the channel. You'll be like, oh, hey, I need some help. You tell them about a situation that you're going through and ask for help, you know? Or you're like, oh, maybe I just need somebody right now. Yeah, definitely. And so then there's these helpers that would come through and they'd offer their support to you and they'd be like, oh, yeah, man, you know, we're good. I'm going to help you get through this. And, um, you know, I tried joining their helping thing. It was like 15. No, not 15. It was like 17, 18 and up. And you had to show proof. Like, you have to, like, send the ID or whatever. Every so I'm like, all right. Yeah, because, again, it was a big server. Yeah. And, again, with some of the stressful topics that people offer, like, they talk about, like, oh, again, it they was talk like, about suicide and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it was, like, graded R stuff, like. Right. So, I will, so, like, an official helper. So, I wasn't <laughs> 17, so I, like, oh, yeah. I, I still want to do everything I can to help people going through wrong mental states. Oh, so, I just became like i'd say a vigilante helper and there was this one lady um her name starts with r i'm not gonna say her whole name or mm-hmm. their whole name because they are a trans woman i think um yeah I, I remember something about that being said correct me if i'm wrong but they lived in australia so one day they were on the discord and then they kept saying oh my god guys i'm gonna be homeless and I need a place to stay, and I don't know where to do it. And, like, they were talking about a whole bunch of stuff I don't remember. And I would remember this more vividly if it wasn't for something I heard later, and I'll tell you about that. But me and these two other kids, like this kid named Anna, and I forgot the other guy, Cameron, I think. Um, They don't go to our school. They live, like, around the United States. That's the cool thing about Discord. Mm -hmm. But we were just trying to help as much as possible. And eventually, I, I just, like, pulled out the IP tracker, and I sent the link to Reina, and then like, and then I um like copied her IP, and I tried to report it to the um police to tell her like, oh, this person is in danger of harming themselves. You know, this person is in danger of doing something drastic, and I feel like a lot of help can be done. However, yeah. I couldn't call the Australian police, and I couldn't call. I I tried. I told the policewoman. She said that she can get the message through to Australian police. Mm-hmm. I guess she did. But um, later on, I found out, like, the woman had a husband and um, the lady. No, the person, the trans person, they had a husband and they um, they pulled this weird prank every time they felt the least bit sad where they just um, go around and they'd be like, oh, hey, it's me. Um, I'm really depressed right now. I'm going to cut myself and stuff like that. And you know, I oh, so it was like, for attention. It wasn't, like, actually yeah, real. Right. Because, like, they said that she has a history, or they have a history of doing this. So I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm just going to stay clear of that. Okay. You know, it's not cool. But I, I still, like, poured everything, like, I ever had into trying to, you know, help this person out. Yeah. And I feel like all of that was for nothing now, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and I feel like mental health is very, very important in society at the moment and i feel like it's though it's important it's something that nobody really cares about like mcdonald's right Uh mcdonald's it's like they're just unhealthy foods overall like a lot of people they still eat unhealthy foods and you know it's good it's cool and all but at the same time you're hurting yourself at the end of the day i'm not gonna say i don't eat healthy i'm not gonna say i don't eat unhealthy foods because I'm be real with you, I like to roll up to school with 
ice cream most mornings. Okay. Mm. But I'm just saying, it's like that. Like, you'll see I mean, a I lot of... Like, I feel like the but, issue with food, like, that's that's a that's a really broad issue, you know? Because, like, is. with fast food, a lot of people can't really afford to, to or don't have the time to, you know, make all the healthy meals and shit. So, like, that's a, that's a really broad issue. Because even, like, L.A. itself, it's a food desert. Like, we, 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 we literally just don't have access to, like, good food. And if we do, it's, like, super expensive and doesn't fit our budget. It doesn't fit our lifestyle, you know? So, it's, it's like, that's a really broad issue. And I, I get what you're saying. But, like, it's, like, there's a lot of things that we know we're doing wrong to ourselves, but we really can't help it. And that's really well, Right. We can't help it because it, it, it's a lot process and we can't really do much about it but at the same time i i just i'm using it as a metaphor in this case yeah i get you you know like okay some people yeah like politicians in a sense they know we live at los angeles is in a food drought right mm-hmm. but they're not going to do anything about it because we're exactly. quiet about it nobody talks up about it like mm-hmm. with mental health a lot of kids are talking up but then again everybody in charge they're going to be like oh you know what yeah they don't respect it. Right. And it's just like gender and identity politics at the same time. They don't care. And exactly. I feel like, okay, my stance, and it's a little bit of a hot take. Uh-huh. It's like, how do I explain this? I forgot the exact terms. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like it's, it's cool to change your, I think, sex. It's where people, like, they get, like, penises or vaginas. That part. That's your sex. Your sex yeah. is the physical thing. And your gender yeah. is, like, the thing that's on a spectrum. It's the it's a thing that... It's your outward representation. So, you know how, like, in elementary school, some people called some girls who, act, who I guess, didn't do... Yeah, mm-hmm. tomboys. Or, like... I don't think they really had one of those for girls. I mean, for dudes, like... Was that he? acted like girly, yeah. That was that was more like an insult, but like, right? Tom girls were cool way back when, you know. And I feel like okay, so it's fine to change your sex and all that and gender correspondingly, mm-hmm. but all of these different genders and sexualities, I feel like they're very unnecessary. Like, for instance, um, you go onto Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't have a Twitter account, but I'll I'll just log in sometimes, and I'll be like, okay. So I'll just look, and then it'll be like, oh hey, there's a lot of people, and they're talking about like, oh hey, I'm a flower star girl X Y Z, and it's like, oh yeah, my gender is like dragon, or like I'm a fifty seventh. Gate of Chakra from Naruto. Please oh, no, don't go that, after me. That makes right. me angry. Because that, it's like, gender is on mockery. a spectrum, but it goes from male to female. You right. can't say that lettuce is a gender. I'm sorry. That's just not like, how it's going to work. Right. And that's, okay. So, like, I feel like it's male, female, and then the one where you don't feel like either. Or you feel yeah. like both. Like, not fluid, that one. That one, non-binary or fluid. I feel like both of those are perfectly valid. Fluid means that you can go between each. 
Right. Non-binary like means valid. that you're not either. That you're not in between. You're not anywhere on the spectrum. Right. I feel like that is absolutely valid. But when it's like demi or trans, or not trans, like demi or stuff like that, it's just you're taking it out of hand. Like you're making a mockery of these people. Exactly. And it's it's totally wrong. For me, but, I feel like politically, like this is how I I feel. If I I'm a, I'm a pretty conservative person, minus my sexuality, I'm bi, but um, I feel like I feel like you should let anybody live the way they feel that they need to live, you know? Right. Gay marriage shouldn't be an issue because even though maybe I don't believe that gay people should well no I believe that gay people should be married but just right, hypothetically, know, using it as an example, if I right. said that if I said that I didn't believe that gay people should be able to get married then why can't those gay people who do believe that gay people should get married why can't they get married off by themselves and I just don't go to the wedding because it's not affecting you it's not exactly. affecting me it's affecting them and I, I feel I, like they like a lot of people think it's just affecting the birth rate exactly which, Honestly, that's perfectly fine. If we, if, you can think if, that, but more, I don't think that you should right. mess with someone's liberties as a person. Like, I feel like loving who you want to love should be a right, you know, like a human mm-hmm. right. And like preferring who you would like to date. Like, some people say, okay, it's racist to say, I don't date. Like, if I'm a white guy and uh-huh. it's like, Okay, I personally don't want to date black girls. And then somebody's like, that's racist. No, that's a preference. Like, that's that's, that's a how preference. you feel. Just, it's like, okay, I'm not saying all black girls are bad, but just so far, the ones that I've had, like, an experience with. You yeah. Know, it's, it's just not, I didn't like it. Exactly. So it's just a preference. And a lot of people, they get that out of order. Just like, um, the, people just throw around the words racist these days. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's so it's just like the N word, mm-hmm. which is a whole nother thing. I feel like the N word, though, it has a lot of history. We're giving it too much power by letting it affect us. I understand that more older people, they have a more intimate relationship with the N word. But uh-huh. at the same time, I feel like after what they've done, especially because black people, they aren't foreign. Black people all live in America. Uh-huh. That's what it means to be black, exactly. African-American. So, after Selma, and after the Civil Rights Movement, after Jim Crow was abolished, I feel like the N-word is just, it's just done. You, It has no power over us. So, I don't understand why we're giving it the power to, um, you know, actually affect us. You know, when, we'll like, see. a Mexican person, like, oh, go ahead. Uh, well, see, like, I understand what you're saying, but then, again, I also disagree with it. And, like, I'm not saying that you're, like, totally wrong because I, I understand your reasoning and I, I totally, like, I don't agree with it, but, like, I see your rationale. But mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like saying that, say it, like, it, I don't think that's giving the word, I understand that that's giving the word power, but I don't feel like saying, oh, yeah, you shouldn't be able to say it. I don't feel like that's wrong because, like, if if a Mexican person just runs up to me and it's like, oh yeah, my N word, and N word that exactly, I'm gonna call them out about it. I'm gonna be like, dude, like 
I'm not your N-word. Like, stop, you know? Right. But, like, I just, I just feel like it's not necessarily giving the word power as much as it is, like, I guess, learning to respect yourself. Because in that, you're telling them, hey, I'm not your property. And, like, I feel like, I feel like black people as a whole are affected by the media like disproportionately because if you think about it, we see all this slavery stuff since we're babies, you know. I saw roots when I was like four. Me too. Like fucked up, you know, to even think about. So like I feel like it's not giving the word power, but when you see all these things, you kinda you can't not be affected by them, you know? You can't right. not be affected by people calling black people the end. You can't not be affected by seeing images of, like, black people lynched and stuff. You can't not be affected by that. So, like, when you see people saying the N-word and stuff, you feel what those people in those films, that you, you feel the same feeling that you felt when you saw those people in those films going against, like, getting that treatment. So I guess it's it's it's, it's kind of like a primal thing. You're just like, no, that's not what I, that's not what I want to feel like. So it's not, it's not giving the word power per se. It's, it's, it's saying, hey, I'm not that word. And, and, and disowning that, making your identity something different from that word. Right. And I under, I completely understand that is also how I feel. Uh huh. But it's just like, at the same time, it's like, But what I'm saying it's is, do you think explain. it's I, do you think it's right to call someone out who shouldn't be saying yeah. the word? I don't think anyone should be saying the word. But do you Hers think it's right? Okay me to too. It? I yeah. don't feel like I feel like it's either all or nothing. Because like, if you're gonna if black people are gonna be like, oh, what's up, my what's up? Like, I feel like okay, then you're basically giving us a door, giving them a doorway to use it. So why are you saying it when you don't want them to? Yeah, say Yeah, I don't it? think like, anyone should say it. But then right. that comes into question, like. You can't make words illegal and like exactly because if 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 we're gonna be honest, it's not even our word. It's, it's not, not our word. Ours. They made it up. So right, we reclaimed it, sure, but it's not our word. It's actually exactly. their word. Exactly. They made it from Latin roots. You uh-huh. know? So it's just like because basically, if you think about it, it's the Spaniards' words. All right. Yeah. The Spanish actually created it because that's where the root comes from. Ne. Something it starts with N E G, um, negro. But no, not negro. It's something else. It might be because Vigas, in Spanish, like to say yeah. a black person, you say negro. But like no, that's no. not to say black person is negrito, right? No, it's just it, they're both the same word. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, like that's not that's not racist. That negro isn't racist. When you say negro or nigger, that's racist. Right, know? and I feel like. Again, if we're saying it, then I feel like it should be so it not even should be. We're just giving them a doorway to use it. And then we get mad. Exactly. At it. It's like it's like you're watching your mom like, OK, let's say you're driving. Right. Uh-huh. And you you like you're before you're driving, you notice that your mom is whenever there's like a red light. Like, or whenever the light turns from yellow to red, right? Uh-huh. She notices there's a grace period, so she continues to drive, uh-huh. right? Right before all the other cars. Because, again, there is actually a grace period. Yeah. So I feel like after you keep watching her do it, and then next thing you know, like, 20 years later, you're in the car, you have to drive her somewhere. 
you start doing it, she starts getting scared, and it's like, oh, so you can do it, but I can't, you know? Yeah, it's exactly. like, again, you shouldn't do it, or if you do it, you should be like, okay, I had this to use this right historical context. This was what I meant to do, and this is what I meant to mean, you know? And uh-huh. you shouldn't use this as a friend, as a term to say, oh, what's up, buddy? How you doing, pal? Because exactly. that's not what it means. It's a derogatory word. Uh-huh. Word. So when people say, what's up, my N-word, I don't get mad. Like, I'll feel disgusted personally, but at the same time, I'll still use it with my African-American friends. Because, again, if it's if, if we can use it, then other people can use it as well, you know? And speaking of race and uh-huh. divides... Um, there's a big problem in our school overall. And it's not just like, okay, the Mexicans are all hanging out. How do we separate them? It's not that. It's just overall, there's a whole weird class system going on. Yeah, because we don't hang out with each other. And if we do hang out with each other, I feel like it's one black kid in a, in a group with a bunch of Hispanic kids and they're all saying the N-word. Oh, no, not just the Mexican people. I mean, like, I'm I, I'm like not just like racially because I feel because since this whole school is like black and Mexican yeah there's always gonna be some mixed friend groups uh-huh. and there's no true actually like okay you know what you're you're black you can hang out with us you know they just the groups naturally form it's yeah. not an actual racist thing yeah exactly the thing the thing that actually divides our school though is ASB really yeah because look at it. All right, like look at it from my perspective. They are like I feel like ASB is overall just wrong to actually have because they get discounts on dances and they have special spirit days, right? Like you need ASB to participate in spirit days. Like you know, spirit days. I are mean, those why would you if you wanted year. to participate in the spirit days? Then why would you not just buy a fifteen dollar? Like if you think about it, the discounts and everything that you're talking about. It adds up to like way more than fifteen dollars, right? Oh, so you're, you're no, just... actually no, because okay, think about it. The only discounts we actually get are on dances, right? Yeah, you're right. And we don't even have that many dances. So if we get five dollars off of homecoming, that costs forty dollars, and yeah. we get like okay, we have another dance, right? So that's just ten dollars that we've gotten. But like, then you also get detentions off too. Oh, you do. Yeah, you get like that's I not think fair. two detentions off if you that buy it. That's absolutely not fair. You see, that's what I'm talking about. They're pretty much illustrating there's like a high class and a lower class, and you're either one or the other. You know, it's it's not cool. You can't I have what you mean, but I don't think it's that deep. I know it's not, but at the same time, I feel like it is because remember Nigerian Independence Day, right? Oh yeah, yeah. When yeah. everybody was celebrating that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or the thing where, um, like today, I'm pretty sure like all Mexican people could come dressed up in things they wanted. Not all Hispanic people. It was just ASB people. Right. Exactly. They are monetizing different people's cultures because they have that special card. I don't I think that's you. fair at all. Like, I feel like, okay, it's Black History Month and we have a special Black History Spirit Day. Uh-huh. I should be allowed to wear um, whatever I want. You know, like if it's related to Black History. I yeah, like, if, if you have an old Kente cloth, you should be able to wear that. Right, but, and then they say, okay, $15 ASB card, though, haha, you have to pay. Yeah. You're monetizing my culture and my race. That's not cool at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially with the detention thing. 
I I remember hearing about that in seven in ninth grade. You can't do that. That's actually because you're not gonna much... get more than two detentions per year. So you're basically saying, oh yeah, ASB kids don't get detention at all. Exactly. It's like ASB kids just get a free get out of jail free pass, and especially from Zarazua. Zarazua doesn't put people in detention. He just straight up calls your parents for no reason. He took my socks. I don't like him. Your socks? Yeah, because it was in the winter time once, and I had some thick white and blue winter socks. And he saw a flash of blue, and he said, "You got to take them off." I put them back on, but still, that wasn't okay. Wait, so you were just walking around with both socks and shoes? Um, yeah, for like ten minutes until I snuck back into a bathroom and put them back on. I would write. I would too, but again, at this point. This whole school is fundamentally broken, which I'm going to get into next after this uh-huh. ASB thing. But I just don't like the ASB system overall. It's just over. It just paints a class system where you're either like okay, because think I about mean, it. Some people don't have the um, extra money, you know. Yeah. Like with the uniforms costing in upwards of a hundred dollars. Yeah, you know? just to have like one outfit. Right, and then the like PE, especially ninth and tenth graders, yeah, buy PE clothes. A whole outfit costs a hundred dollars, unless you have a polo shirt already, and polo shirts cost a grip. Then you got to buy a bobby pin and the thing, the little patch, okay. Uh-huh. And then like you know you you might not have expendable funds. You only got like money for the bus each week, and that's it, you know. So you don't have the extra money to buy an ASB car. So people who have the extra money or people who are just like, you know what, screw it, bro. I'm going to get an ASB card. Here you go, guys. You know, that's not that's not cool at all, especially with the whole monetizing cultures thing. Like, yeah, they say true. stuff that's non-stereotypical. What can I wear to Nigerian independence that's stereotypical? That's not stereotypical. You can't. Like, everything in Nigerian Independence Day is stereotypical. That's, That's basically the saying if a Hispanic person pulls up with a kente cloth, which actually, like, there's Afro-Latinos who do wear kente cloths. So if a right. Latino person pulls up with a kente cloth, are you just going to stop them? Because kente no, cloths when are they say, um, No, when they say, like, okay, so they said, like, Mexican people, okay, so... Like, I know for Mexican people, year, they were saying sombreros and stuff, but for Nigerian Independence Day... They said no, um, no, no, uh, no. What they say? No, no, gaiti. And it's like that's what Nigerians wear. What do you want me to do? Right, and it's like it it doesn't make sense at all. Because again, with the no sombreros thing, what if I feel like that's a representation of my culture? They do, do they not? Like I'd say, like if it was like Black History Day, and we had to wear stuff. And they said, okay, don't wear anything that's, um, what you call it? Whatever. Don't wear anything stereotypical. I feel like the only stereotype black people would have is like, okay, red lipstick, you know, like covered all around the mouth. And then maybe. Like, yeah, like you can't be stereotypical, but at the same time, like, who are you going to say is stereotypical? Where do you cut that line at? Right. It's like not even stereotypical. <laughs> it's like racist character. Caricature. You know the word. Right. Like, you no. would literally have to dress up as Sambo. You'd have to dress up as Sambo or something more offensive, you know? 
And it's not cool at all. But there's that. And then there's also in our school, just the staff doesn't care whatsoever, you know? Oh, yeah. The staff will, like, call out, like, a kid who's generally a good person and generally tries to be as good and keep their head up. And it's weird because the worst kids Right, and then like um, like um, my younger, like there's this girl. Yeah, I'm not gonna say which Naomi because that's witch hunting. Uh huh. But yeah, she um, she's wild. Anyway, let's continue this later. This is just part one, okay? All right, all right, bye. All right, all right, bye, bye. Adios.